Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! Salutations! Another episode of Things Up. You guys caught me checking to see if the Bucks were still getting whooped, and uh, thank God it's over because, I mean, that was terrible. <laughs> um, but it is time uh, again. Greetings, salutations. Uh, talk about some FAMU athletics as always. Y'all know that's why I came here. That's what I'm here for. Uh, but before we do all of that, always have to start by giving our deepest shout-outs. HBCU Digital Network. This is home, home of the Fangs Up podcast, also the Black Techies. Also, shout out to our title sponsor, CableBustersTV.com. So, $35, get some good networks. It's a pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. Let's see if I can find my little little picture thing here, just to, uh, because, man, we got a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. A lot. So, uh, but $35 per month of the three devices. Hit up the number 813. 360 1902 for cablebusterstv.com. And uh man, I, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. This we got a lot, we got a lot. So um, but before we get to that, why didn't we have any athlete athletics really going on this past week? Because it was graduation week, and I don't know about you, but that's why they came to FAMU. Yeah, you came to be great athletes, you came to do all these amazing things, but you really came here to leave with a degree. And y'all, we got some folks who are leaving here with that paper, baby. I'm going to look off some names. And uh, man, congratulations to all y'all. But from the football team, you got Abu Bangura, BJ Bowler. Look, I was not going to call him by his government name. Justin Cooks, Courtney Cox, Kyle Jackson, David Manigo, Rashawn McKay, Stanley Mentor, Lamar Mullins, Jamari Sharid, also known as K-Dot. Eric Smith, Richard Summers, and Timothy Williams. So big shout out to those student athletes. And y'all, they left us with some of their pictures, man. I, I got this from Eric's uh, social media page, but you can see, man, the orange and green looks good on you, brother. I'm just, I'm, oh, look, it, I'm beaming with pride because I'm a rattler. Um, and, and here's a picture of Rashawn McKay, formerly QB1. Coach actually shared this on his Twitter page. So congratulations, Rashawn. Rashawn also has a side hustle. He watched cars and stuff too. Like he's he did some good work detailing. Uh, and then Jamari Shreed, also known as K Dot, picture of him as well. But they weren't the only ones. The softball team, they gave us a few. Brandice Boatwright. She came out of there. Uh Makia or Makaya Giles, Zoe Hall, and man, I was just saying. FAMU athletes not only excel on the field, but they excel off the field. We also have for men's track and field, Robert Hampton. Then for volleyball, Dominique Washington. And, yo, her picture, fire. Like, come on now. I believe she gets her MBA from Florida Agricultural Mechanical University. And, uh, yeah, not only you get a SWAC championship, 
you're the NBA. Like, just saying, these Rattlers excel on more places than just the athletic gridiron and on the court. You also have Kaylin Jones from the basketball, women's basketball team, and women's track and field. You have Jada Harrison, Jay Harris, and Skeela Rogers. Skyla Rogers. Sorry, Skyla. Sorry, Skyla. Uh, so those are some of the names we got, y'all. So congratulations to those Rattlers that have graduated. And then we got somebody coming in from the baseball team. We got a commitment from Cody Williams. He's a right-handed pitcher from Sneed State Community College. So seeing some of y'all art, maybe some of the extra eligibility, but we're seeing the proof that that's one of the things that you sell FAMU as. FAMU is not just a place where you come to grow and develop into a better student athlete. It's a place that you grow and you grow into a better student in general. I'll come back to that. Uh, bring that back in in a minute. But yeah, man, we are got some things coming up, y'all. Um, this week, basketball is going to get back on there. Women's basketball team is going to play Tuskegee. That's going to be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But this could be a tough one. Tuskegee's got one loss all season. And you really want to say that we should just blow them out because they're a lower level team. But I, I wouldn't trust that. Even though FAMU has the leading scorer in the Southwestern Athletic Conference, Dylan Horton, she's a 5'9 guard, transferred from Virginia. She's averaging 18.7 points per game. I'm not going to lie to you. My hands are rubbing together because she's giving me a little bit of that MJ vibe. Like, if you remember how, how vital MJ was to this team last year and how he kind of carried us, don't be surprised if she does the same. I'm just saying, like, don't be surprised if you see something similar to that uh, just because you're going to need that. But this game could be a little closer than a lot of people think. Me personally, I'm just going to say that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just – that's where I'm at with it right now. Like, women's basketball, I'm still a little more hopeful than I am with the men's just because the strength of schedule. The men are playing a murderous role. Well, the women's schedule is tough, but it's not quite as tough. I think we still win this game. But I think it'll be a little closer than some expect. I also thought we'd win the Sam Houston State game. So take that with a grain of salt when I'm saying I think we're going to win women's basketball games right now. Now, men's basketball, Edward Waters, we should win that game. They are 2-2. Two and two. Uh, That game is on Tuesday, December 13th at 7 o'clock. Uh, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win because we have size advantage. They have some size. They're not all a bunch of people my height. And it seems like I'm getting shorter, but my chair is failing me. It's going to be time for a new one pretty soon if it keeps us up. Um, but the level of competition that we've played, I think this is a little bit where that iron sharpened iron starts to kick in. And you start to kind of look over and say that, okay, show us that you played these really good teams and show us the benefits and why you play those teams at such high levels. I think that's going to be something that we look at. I think that's going to be something that is going to be worth mentioning uh, just because I think it's going to help out later on. Like, And we may have something new to, to, to brag about because we got some new shoes. You got the new bronze. I'm not going to lie to y'all. You know Coach Willie Simmons is going to be sitting up there talking about, you ain't got these yet. And none of us have these because I need my athletic director, new athletic director in a few weeks, Tiffany Don Sykes, to fix this. 
so that they can start taking our money. Uh, but these are the new LeBrons that the basketball team has gotten. They just dropped this on the Twitter page like 15 minutes ago. So go check it out. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not getting any money from this. I'm just showing you what they put on their website and on the Twitter page, and they look pretty sharp. I'm not going to lie. I do like the consistent orange and green. Is that something that we're going to see with this LeBron deal? Like, if you are like me, FAMU has like 17 versions of orange and green. Like, we, we really do. Like, we have light orange and green. Then we got regular orange and green. And, like, it's just – it's too many variations of the orange and the green. So, I'm just saying, like, uh, what y'all – what are we doing here? Can we get something – get some consistency going? So, that being the – basketball is going to be fun. Hopefully, we can pack the pit. I saw where somebody posted – asking why can't we get more people in attendance and that's going to be a little tough draw during the christmas break but we're going to see if we can get it going and hopefully if we can pick up some wins especially in conference we'll see those attendance numbers pick back up we do know family fans basketball wise we're not fair weather but at the same point basketball ain't exactly what we come for so not saying we're not basketball fans but we're football fans all right football is first Basketball's there, but it ain't the same. Um, so football's got some things coming up, though. But before that, I want y'all to see this little Y transfer video we got going on um, that fam you posted up there, and I did get approval for this. Um, so, again, I'm not getting paid for this. This is just me kind of putting it out there. So check this out. Man, what's going on? It's your boy, Zay Major. All the way from Oklahoma City, I play Mike Linebacker. What's up, my name is Jamari Sheree, wide receiver at Florida a and University, transferred from Texas State. Leland Warhoy, Fort Scott Community College. Jordan Moore, hybrid safety outside linebacker, Kilgore Community Transfer. A movie. Uh, it'll be family. Victorious. Uh, family. Family was special to me because they gave me an opportunity to achieve my dreams and they love me off the rip without knowing me. Uh, just everyone's close. Like I said, it's a family. Um, just seeing how the standard doesn't change no matter who's in charge or, or who's on the team. Chose FAMU because FAMU chose me. You know, I felt the opportunity was at hand for me when they gave me the opportunity to come up and visit. And I felt ever since I've attended the school and visited, it just felt like home. You know, the coaches are real honest. and. They gave me an opportunity and blessed me with an opportunity that no other school couldn't have. So I'm blessed to be here. Uh, the staff like a bunch of stepdads. Uh, real homey environment, but they care for you like they like you their own. Uh, the coaching staff welcomed me well. You know, I knew Coach Simmons from when he was at uh, Prairie View. He had he was uh, recruiting me out of high school, and um. When I came here, like, the coaches was real, you know? They like stepdad, they keep it real with you, they laugh and joke with you, and um, they just some real guys, real stand-up men. Now, the coaching staff treat me, it's, it's nothing but love. Uh, I, I wasn't able to play this year, and um, seeing how they had the love that they showed me never changed really meant a lot, uh, really meant a lot to me, seeing how um, they didn't just throw me to the curb. Um, every day they, they approached me the same as, as they did when they found out, or I mean, before they found out I couldn't play. That's Isaiah's A major. I'm out of here. 
G Mario Sheree, aka K Dot. I'm out. My name is Leland Wilhoy, and I'm out. Jordan Moore, aka J Mo, out. All right, big shout out to the athletic department. Thank y'all for giving me a little approval on that one. But y'all can see, like, part of the sell for FAMU is the fact that not only the players are graduating, but they're getting something out of it. And I think that's something that you have to continue to sell. Uh, you have to continue to stay relevant. One of the things that we've talked about, or not we, but we as a collective have talked about in the as we prepare to see Deion Sanders depart Jackson State is that prime you know, things with the prime effect was constantly being in your face like so freaking tired of hearing Jackson State this and Jackson State that but at the same point you can't hate like they did what for the program they made you believe that it was really a great thing to be a part of and it's it peaked interest and that's something that you can't create that like you can't fake that and on the other side you're saying what famu is doing something similar and one of the things that is being done with that is that now famu's taking the opportunity and i'm sorry my camera's acting a little but you're seeing famu take the opportunity to say hey this is what our players have done in their time at florida and university they've reached these accomplishments and these students that have transferred to famu have reached heights that maybe they hadn't before and we need to make sure we celebrate these things and some of these things i mean just look at these the phil Steele swack all conference team is a mix of players that are homegrown and some that are transfers you got Xavier Smith, the thousand-yard-plus receiver from Polk County. He's he a walk-on. But you also have Jalen Goss, offensive line transfer from Florida State. Isaiah Land, homegrown. Kamari Stevens, defensive line. Isaiah Major, who was just on the video, transfer. Chris Fadul, the punter, another transfer. Transferred into Florida a University. Second team. The Moose, Jeremy Musa, transfer, Vanderbilt. Jamaria Sharid, another transfer, Texas State. Cam Coven, offensive line. Jose Romo Martinez, transfer, I believe, Delaware State. Look, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't run through these. Some of these are just off the dome. General Hunt, he's over there from near Gainesville. I forget the name. Was it High Springs? Something like that. But right there in Alachua County, homegrown. BJ Bowler, transfer from Mercer. Right, Okoe High School graduate. Javon Morgan, defensive back. I believe he also transferred in. Johnny Chaney Jr., linebacker. And Kendall Bowler, another transfer from Mercer, also Okoe High School graduate. So you're able to see that one of the things, fam, you have to sell is that not only the success on the field, but also the success off the field. Again, you just I just listed off all those students who have graduated from FAMU and show that we added a baseball player that's coming in. But one of the things that we have to also mention is the off the field and the on the field success. We got to continue to show you that FAMU is a place where you're going to grow as an athlete. 
we got two guys who have declared for the NFL draft. We've already mentioned the shimmy man and it's the shimmy boy and it's in the flesh. You, and you see the playboy sign on him. He is one of your favorite capitalists, BJ Bowler. He's going to take his shimmy on to the NFL draft. Uh, congratulations, BJ. Uh, BJ. BJ was BJ was BJ. Like, I don't, I don't, BJ was kind of an island last season. Like, well, the previous season. Last season, he was good. I, I felt like his junior year was really, though, that, oof, that was a great season. Like, we saw some turnovers out of him that were like, okay. Like, he, he, he got some picks. The Arkansas Pine Bluff, that sticks out. The Florida Classic, I mean, the Florida Classic MVP from last year. He had a good season. So hopefully, I, I think he I think he gets a look. I don't know if he gets drafted per se, but I think he gets a look. I think he transfers or translates to a nickel corner. Just but I mean he's got that dog in him. Like I ain't like BJ is one of my favorites. Like, I'm not completely biased, but BJ was definitely one of my favorites. Like favorites to watch. He always he always got that little bit of just got that little bit of Mm, got that what for two on that you like in a fight? I would want BJ right there because I I think he 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 gonna throw some he gonna throw some punches. I, he got that little bit of what for two on, and the other one obviously Isaiah Land. Isaiah Land also declared for the NFL draft. I I suspect Land is gonna get drafted probably maybe a little later. I think BJ may go as a free agent. Even though I hope BJ gets drafted. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. Um, and I'm waiting to see when uh, Xavier obviously gives you the formal notification that we all know he's, you know, going to declare for the draft. So um, I'm just saying, like, I'm waiting to hear it, waiting to see it. And uh, that, that's kind of the big thing. Now, as far as recruiting goes, uh, man, Fambi's got, they've offered recruits to a plethora of students, but uh, one of them, Top three, come on, baby. Uno, dos, three. And he was in the top three of Jakari Carter. And uh, man, big time receiver right there. You already see what it is. You see in that top three, this is from his Twitter page. I did not create this myself, uh, but family's in the top three. Did you see him? Uh, saw a video of him at Georgia State taking a visit. Yeah, this guy got a little juice, man. And um, I look, he may not be OJ, but he's he got some juice, man. Seeing FAMU in the top three, considering Liberty just had a pretty good season, even though they've lost their coach. And Georgia State is one of those programs where they suffer from fan interest, but they benefit from proximity because they're in Atlanta, downtown Atlanta. I think that's that's a good top three. I would speculate looking at that last video, looked like he had fun at Georgia State. I wonder when that recruiting visit to FAMU is because, uh, man, I'm just saying, it would have been great if that recruiting visit would have been last week, you know, when, you know, all the students is on campus and you can see all those wonderful, you know, FAMU students. <laughs> that would have been great. But we also got another offer and look, FAMU is not playing with these receivers. Mike Evans Jr., I don't know if he's related to Mike Evans from the Bucs. Um, I'm almost positive that's not his son. I just 
just think it's kind of coincidence, kind of like the Eddie Robinson thing. But Mike Evans Jr. from University of West Virginia got FAMU up there. You can see FAMU's up there with Georgia State, Alabama State. That's Murray State. And that other school, that is where our former AD, Keith, uh, went to McClooney. So, again, you're seeing FAMU up there in some recruiting boards and making noise. Like, FAMU offers some students at the playoffs. And that, that's kind of one of the things, like, that's an advantage that you can't you can't undersell. Having the state championships played in Tallahassee, talk about that being a major advantage that only really two schools in the state have. That's FAMU and Florida State. Every other school, if you want to come to that game, you got to come to Tallahassee. And good luck getting a flight to Tallahassee because God help you. They don't exist very often. We got an international airport. It ain't international for a lot of reasons. Uh, but, uh, again, talk about the benefit. Coco comes up there and defeats Florida High, unfortunately, for local people. And one of the Florida High players leaves with a FAMU offer. Like, that's – you cannot undersell that. And what what would, what would be I, – I appreciate what Jerry Thompson put Crash writer. He posted on his Twitter page. The state championship should be a doke or brag. I agree. I would prefer brag. I've done, I've seen it at doke before, and it's fun. I'm not going to lie to you. The state championship at doke is something that I think students would love. I, I remember my high school days. I went to Lincoln High School, 38-38 Trojan Trail. Won a state championship twice when I was there. Uh, the first time we won it in Gainesville, the Swamp. That was awesome. Second time we won it at Doe Campbell. Also awesome. I think that's where it should be. Like, put it at Doke, put it at FAMU, put it at UCF, maybe the Citrus Bowl, but put it in one of the big venues. I think that that just makes it, that makes it look better. It gives a little more cachet, a little more gravitas. Like, it it gives the moment a little something more. And then if you're going to put it in Tallahassee, again, put it in Doke. Put it in, put it at Brad. I mean, Bragg's got the this, this, this space for it. You got the parking for it. I just think it's, I think it'd be a great look. I think it'd be fun. Get the vendors out there, get people selling stuff, get get a little bit of that FAMU stuff going with it, especially if we could fix the, you know, upgrade the field house, renovate it. Okay. Raise it, build a new one, put, put some seats there, put some meeting rooms in there. Just a complete overhaul of it. I think you'd have a great, you'd have a great facility and a great chance to present the university pretty well. So, uh, but again, it's that time, y'all. We got ten days to early signing day. I think family signs two or three. Uh, we do have two guys that are three guys that are committed. Uh, I would speculate we we may get two or three of those, if not all of them, to sign, and maybe a JUCO guy. I mean, it, it's. You can't you can't undersell that there's something to be said about knowing where you're going. A lot of times we see that these guys kind of commit and go to whatever schools here and there, but it's something to already have where you're committed out of the way. Signed, done, and you just can focus on the rest of your year or coming in in the spring and picking it up for the orange and green game, which I hope to be at. Like 
just get that extra experience because we saw last year, you saw Leland Willoit in the video kind of talk about, hey, and you may have been looking like, where was he? Like, yo, dude, dude looked good in the Orange and Green game. He was somebody I remember standing next to Brian from the ONG strike zone. Like, who is that guy? I, I this is my and that's really my first time really meeting Brian. I'm like, yo, who's that guy? He's like, oh, that's Willoit. I'm like, well, who? I ain't never heard of this dude, but he looked good. Like, I'm thinking you're going to see some more of that. Like, if we can get a few guys in early, especially one or two community college guys, we offer an offensive line transfer as well, too. Again, if you're asking me about recruiting, my big things are special teams are going to be definite. You're going to sign two kickers probably. And when I say kicker, I meant kicker and puncher. I don't mean just kickers. You got Brooks there. I'm confident in Brooks. I think he's I think he's a solid kicker from Leon High School. Great, great guy. I've met his family a few times. Always very hospitable, nice people. But it's, it's always good to have a little extra there. You're also going to look to have some people on the offensive and defensive line. That's always going to be a need in football just because it's hard to find 300-pound bodies. It's hard to find 260, 270-pound bodies. Like, they don't grow on trees. So, oh, it's a premium. If you, you can find that you can plug and play a little bit, I think it's going to help. And that's going to be something to see where the outsides are a concern. We are losing, I mean, you're losing Xavier. Like, Xavier Smith is probably most of our favorite players on offense. I mean, I'm just going to say it. Like, He's a real cool dude, like humble, amazing guy. He should he should be in somebody's NFL draft room, uh, at least seventh round at the latest. Like, if you don't pick him up as a free agent, you you're doing yourself a disservice. But I mean, just saying, like that guy, uh, to me, Xavier would be a great fit in many locker rooms. Hell, he could have done the Bucks a lot of work today, cause like trash. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it there, but. I'm just saying th- those are going to be some positions that you look at. Linebackers pretty locked up. Like you got your starting linebackers. You have your starting safeties. You got safeties. Now you're going to need a corner, maybe two. You- you're going to get that. Uh, but the big spots where you're going to probably look are going to be the punter, kicker, offensive line. So look for those to continue to go through. We did offer a kicker. Um, so, I mean, look for that. It's going to happen some more. And again, you guys got about 10 days until National Signing Day. I'm not ecstatic, but I'm excited uh, just because I'm a realist. I, I am a FAMU fan, but I'm not a irrational fan. I do understand we'll probably sign four or five, if that. Your big signing day is going to be in February, where it's going to be like, or January, the, the a regular National Signing Day, no, February 15th, something like that. That's going to be the big day where you're like, okay, family signs all of these people. Uh, but the first signing day is really going to be big for the larger schools. Your Florida State, your Alabama's, Florida, Miami, they're going to get their signings, Texas, whereas your HBCUs are probably going to get a, a few. But this transfer portal is going to be hot, uh, especially Celebration Bowl is next week. What is going to happen in Jackson? That That's it's some action, Jackson, and that's going to be the thing. They got to name a new coach, and he's got to recruit players quick 
because he's going to have four days. And I'll be honest with you, there's some HBCUs that are probably looking to poach. I, I, I haven't spoken to anybody that's irresponsible, unsupported speculation. Y'all know if I if I tell you it's my opinion, I don't have no facts to back it, I say it. But I'd be very surprised if another three or four guys do not come out of that transfer portal because it's going to be a fight to keep things you have. We've seen where a local talent, Michael Please, um, from Tallahassee, went to Jackson State, back in the portal. Southern's already offered him. I mean, you're seeing that. You're seeing where some of these dudes that went there are already getting offers to other schools in the SWAC and other schools. And we're seeing where the prime effect continues in regular recruiting. I, locally, there's a student, Coy High School is right around the corner from me, committed to Colorado. Does he stay at Colorado? I hope so. But again, we've seen Okoye High School be very good to Florida A&M University. Look at your cornerback positions. B.J. Bowler, Kendall Bowler, both Okoye High School products, both excellent defensive backs. I mean, they produce really good skill positions from what I've seen. So I'm just going to leave it there, y'all. Um, but, oh, man, we got a few more days. When we come back, though, we're going to talk about what did the basketball teams look like? They, we, we need these wins. Like, I don't care if they're Division II teams. You need wins. Like, just to, just to make – change the morale you need to go into this we're gonna also see probably a few more players announce where they're going we have one or two players that are transferring out but i mean it, it's it, it's business as usual on the highest of seven hills y'all i'm gonna let y'all i'm gonna we're gonna get out of here uh as always big shout out to hbcu digital network cable busters tv and a special thank you to the FAMU Athletic Department uh, for letting me give me permission to show that video there as to why these students should come to FAMU and the transfer athletes telling you why they came. As always, y'all. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal. While our HBCUs are mostly known for academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. <laughs>